Well, in this episode, we're going to think a little bit about baptism. Just to be honest, growing up, I didn't really see the connection between church and baptism, crazily. The emphasis, at least in my experience, seemed to be on inviting non-Christians to hear the baptism candidate's testimony. Um, Uncle Paul, what would you say to a teenage Sam? Wow. Well, I did talk to a teenage Sam, like, yeah. but um, <laughs> yeah, I think just on that first idea that I do notice this strange phenomenon where people nowadays think of baptism as almost primarily an evangelistic opportunity and it's and they see it as enough an, um this key moment for giving their own personal testimony of like how they became a christian or what jesus means to them and that becomes like that's what baptism is about almost for people um and that isn't in the bible like in the bible people get baptized with no one prayer you know just like think about the Ethiopian eunuch is there Philip and they're just like oh here's some water let's just do the baptism and they do baptism and there's no testimonies no inviting friends or anything like that it that testimony concept of it and doing it in front of non-Christians really is quite alien to the Bible really because in the Bible it's the these this sacrament of admission into church the church family it's about church it's not about the world. It's not relevant to what the world thinks. And actually, your own personal testimony isn't even that relevant to it. It's the church accepting you into its family. It's what the church is saying to you that's more important than what you want to say to church. But because the emphasis has gone to the individual, and it goes back to some of our earlier thoughts about you know, I've got my own personal relationship with the, my, my personal Lord and Savior. So I want to tell people about my personal relationship. And then church is providing a format for me to do that or a, a forum, a forum to do that. And it's like, I'm like, no, like what this is about is church saying something to you, saying you now belong to us. We accept you into our family. They're making the testimony to me as the candidate and I, it's not really, and then he's putting, I'm not saying you mustn't have a person say any test, and that's perfectly fine, but it's incidental. It's not actually part of the sacrament at all. Um, so I'd want to say that. And I think as well, um, what, how, in, in, how important is it is another thing, because sometimes people will say they're a Christian and not be baptized sometimes for years, sometimes never. And I'm again of the view, if a person isn't baptized, I don't regard them as a Christian. I regard them as, again, an inquirer. Be because if becoming a Christian is being member of church and baptism is that, belonging to the body of Christ, baptized into the body of Christ, um, a person... They're, to me, someone who's interested. They're an inquirer. And it doesn't really matter to me how strong they say, oh, no, I believe in Jesus. But I'm saying, well, if he really did and he's told you to get baptized, you'd have done it. It'd be, it's a sort of like if a person says, no, I, I follow Jesus, but I disobey everything he says. I'm like, well, you obviously don't really trust him because you don't think he, he knows what's the right thing to do. Jesus had told us to get baptized and the apostles teach it. 
You see, it's in the Old Testament too, baptism actually. But it's like, why would, what, I can't think of any reason why a person wouldn't, except it's part of this idea that what Christianity really is, is something that's existential, inside me, invisible, totally private and personal. So there's almost a sense of it doesn't really matter what I do physically, sacraments, Holy Communion, it's optional. Maybe I, you know, I can commune in the body and blood of Christ myself, just internally, like, relate to him. I don't need Holy Communion. I don't need baptism. I don't need church. That, and when I say it like that, it sounds satanic. It's like a doctrine of demons. But literally, that is what people think. And so baptism then, what, what's it for? Ah, we, well, it doesn't, I've literally been at baptism services where the people say this achieves nothing. It doesn't do anything at all, but it's a good opportunity for us to hear this person's testimony. So they're actually telling us we don't think baptism is, is of any right value. It doesn't do anything. They're actually dissing it in the baptism service. I've heard that. I've actually heard that, which you might be shocked about, but I have heard that happen, where they're literally doing down baptism at the, in the service. It sounds insane, but it's and it, the, the notion, you see, that if a person really believes in Jesus, they must be baptized instantly. Um, it's that weird. It's, it's in like in Acts 10, verses 47 to 48, that when, because there's those two chapters, really, uh, all dealing, well, there's that long chapter, and then chapter 11 carries on with it. But chapter 10 of Acts is all Peter, you know, when he's, um, he has the vision and all that stuff, and it's all about Gentiles can join church without becoming Jewish kind of thing. And then when he goes and preaches to Cornelius's household, and then it says, while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who heard the word. And those of the circumcision who believed were astonished, as many as came with Peter, because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Right. So it, what is happening there, these people of circumcision, and we'll think about circumcision for a, in a minute, that is the Old Testament mark of church membership. So they are marked out as members of church. They see Gentiles who... Uh, they're, they're, they're members of church. They've got the spirit, the magnifying God. So Peter answered, can anyone forbid water that these should not be baptized or receive the Holy Spirit just as we have? And he commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. So it's as if he's like, oh, my goodness, they are clearly members of church, but they're not baptized. Quick, get them baptized. Like he's like freaking out at the thought that there are people who are clearly members of church but are not yet baptized so he's like his immediate response isn't like oh let's give them some discipleship or da 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 get them baptized like the urgency because he free it freaks him out the thought the holy spirit's in these people they're not baptized they're not they're not in church clearly get them in and it's I, but the urgency with which he has to get them baptized is fascinating as opposed to now where people will be you know i literally meet people who go for weeks months years without being baptized and they feel no urgency to get baptized was you can see that 